everybody. Good to see you. Hope everybody's doing good. We're going to hop right in tonight. Exposing lies, shining light into the darkness. Heavy duty offense alert now. Heavy duty. If you don't like the truth and you don't like it spoken to you directly, this is not the podcast for you. But if you do like the truth and you're not worried about how it's spoken to you, this is the place for you. So stick around. I don't know how long we're going to go. I never really know, but we're starting at 8. I don't know when we'll end. All right, getting right started tonight. I had some stuff sent to me, and I want to just tell everybody, even if I don't get back to you, send me your stuff. I don't mind getting it. and I can't read everything. And, you know, if you send me something on Messenger, like, uh, you know, what is your theology? I'm never going to answer you. I just don't have the time to do it. But if you send me articles and things to look at and things to watch, I get to a lot of those things. So keep on sending them to me because these first two things are things that I wouldn't have had if someone didn't send them to me. So feel free to go ahead and send them to me. So here we go. This is right out of uh, U.S. News and World Report. President Trump is set to name a former pharmaceutical executive to lead his administration's all-out effort to produce and distribute a coronavirus vaccine by the end of the year. He is naming a corona a vaccination czar. Donald Trump is naming a vaccination czar. Masaf Salawi, a former GlaxoSmithKline executive, GlaxoSmithKline, not good. Executive will lead Operation Warp Speed. This is on mainstream news. It's on YouTube. It's on Fox News. It's on NBC. Read it for yourself. Watch it for yourself. Trump's push to accelerate the vaccine development process for COVID-19, according to an administrative official. Slowey is to serve in a voluntary capacity and will be assisted by Army General Gustave Puerna, the commander of the United States Army uh, Material G- Command. The initiative is being pushed. Listen closely now. The initiative is being promoted by White House Senior Advisor Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner is not a conservative. This is being pushed by him. What Trump is doing is he's backdooring. He's going around Fauci right now because I think he knows the truth about Fauci. But this is not good in any way, shape, or form. He is going to use the army to put out, to dispense a vaccination. I'll keep reading. The initiative is being promoted by White House Senior Advisor Jared Kushner and involves officials from the Defense Department and the Department of Health and Human Services. President Trump said to Fox News they would use the military to to dispense the vaccine. He is shooting for 300 million vaccinations by the end of the year to put it, to encapsulate it. He is shooting for 300 million COVID-19 vaccinations by the end of the year. And he is going to use the military to dispense them. Maybe not just the military, but he's going to use the military to dispense these vaccinations. Not good, folks. And I just want to say always, like I say every week, in descending order, Christians, conservatives, in-betweeners, liberals. How do you feel about the COVID-19 response now? Maybe we shouldn't have responded to it like it's an apocalyptic pandemic when it's not. It is a 0.1% post-infection death rate. Same as the flu. It's, a, it's infected as many as the flu. It's killed about as many as the flu. It is the flu. 
I know it's not an influenza, but it's the same. The stats are the same. And now look what we have. We have a president in the White House looking to develop 300 million vaccinations to be dispensed by the United States military. This is not right-wing nut job stuff, not nut job sites. This is coming from NBC, U.S. News, World, World Report, Fox News. Check it all for yourself. Not good. And you listen, we all need to contact President Trump and say, I will not take this vaccine. You're looking at a guy right now. I will not take that vaccine, period. It is time for the patriots in this country to rise. Right now, you got to go back to work. Right now, you've got to open up your, your places of businesses, your churches now to 100% capacity. Not safely, not using proper precautions. You better start moving now. Next thing up from the Linwood Times from today at his May 12th. This is a long article, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce around it and do the best I can with it. But you got to get this governor, Jay Inslee, from the state of Washington is an evil, dictatorial tyrant. And you've got, you've got, this is all coming from House Bill 6666. That's a fact, by the way. It's all, you, you can pull it up on the House's own website. This is not fairy tales. It is House Bill HB 6666. There's four sixes involved. Does anybody ever see this? Again, quarantined, mask-wearing Christian. You still feel the same way? You, the Christians that are sitting at home and not going to church, social distancing, are the alarm bells going off yet? Are they ever going to go off? Here you go. As at his May 12th press conference, Governor Jay Inslee of Washington laid out the plans for a statewide contact tracing initiative. The initiative is robust. It's vigorous, Inslee said. If we, do not, if we do not succeed in the second stage of our, our, of our efforts, this virus could come bright, bright back and bite us. Inslee said the state has, been, has seen early successes in its efforts against COVID-19. If this is successful, it will allow us to open our economy, Inslee said. So he can't open it until they send out their, contract tra their contact tracing army. The, <laughs> Inslee, here you go, Washington, right here. How many, how many deaths do they have in the state of Washington? They have a population of almost 8 million people live in the state of Washington. They've had 921 deaths, and this is what they're doing? You have a 0.01% chance of ever dying from COVID in the state of Washington, and this is what they're doing? 8 million people live there, 910 people have died? Quarantine Christian. Are you paying attention? Those of you who have bought in and are trusting your government, do you pay any attention whatsoever? It truly is amazing to me. I, I really don't get it. I'm going I'm to show you a headline here in a minute that ends the coronavirus hoax. The initiative is robust. If it's successful, allow us to open up the economy. The next stage actually will be more difficult. Patriots, don't allow the contact tracers to trace you. The first stage he puts in, it's called box the virus. Man, what a grouping of moronic fools that are running our government right now. That are running state governments. Not all of them, but a lot of them. 
Box the virus. The information Hensley provided was labeled as contact tracing box the virus. The steps were listed as follows. Contact tracing involves interviewing people with positive COVID-19 tests. Isolation and quarantine upon first symptoms. The governor recommends that people are, are to quarantine immediately for 14 days. The governor recommends. Oh, the governor. Oh, the governor recommends. So, you know, just forget your First Amendment rights. Just forget your 14th Amendment rights to move about freely because the governor recommends it. Oh, I, you know, the, the, the pastors that immediately close their churches. Well, we want to be good community partners with that. You still sticking with that? Test widely. Contract tra- tracers will reach out to notify those that may have been exposed to COVID-19 within 24 to 48 hours of a positive test result. The governor recommends that people are to quarantine immediately for 14, hour, 14 days. This includes entire households. All members of the household must isolate with possible infected person. Must isolate with the possible infected person. Well, no wonder 66% of the new cases of COVID-19 in the state of New York are from people who are obeying staying at home orders. Idiots. That's what I told you. If, if you get offended by the word idiot, and you're just saying, well, that's not a very Christ-like thing to say. Jesus called people sons of hell in whitewashed tombs. Read your Bibles. Read your Bibles. It's about facts and it's about the Word of God. Contract tracers reach out to notify those who may have been exposed to COVID-19 in 28 to 24 to uh, 48 hours. Listen to this. The governor compared the contact tracers or what he calls the COVID brigade to the... To to the operation of, of the fire brigade. Come on. I mean, really. Isolate quickly, identifying quarantine contacts. To isolate quickly, get ready now. 1,371 contact tracers will be trained to implement steps two through five. Uh, to implement steps two through five. The plan is to hire additional contact tracers, including volunteers, to relieve National Guardsmen. Concerned yet? Concerned? A lot of people think this is over because states are going through phase one or phase two of reopening. This is not over. The little Stalins are still on their thrones and they are sending out their dictates. And the saddest, most pathetic thing are the Christians sitting at home still not going to church. Will you ever stand up? As I said, when I ranted in defense of Rodney Howard Brown, you will be the first to take the mark. You will, you will knock out of the way unbelievers to take the mark of the beast. The National Guard's function will not, to, not be that, that of a law enforcement, only but only for public health as they march up to your door carrying M16s. This effort will be, will be a partnership between local health districts and the Washington State Department of Health. Those who test positive will need to isolate for 14 days, blah, blah, blah. Inslee also spent time talking about the privacy measures related to contact tracing individuals. Data will only be accessible to public health professionals. It will not be shared with anybody else. Yeah, right. By the end of the week, Inslee said the state will have, get ready now, the end of the week, which week? Uh, tomorrow tomorrow 
By the end of the week, Inslee said the state will have 1,371 contact tracers trained and ready. 351 of, the, of those will be National Guard. 390 will be Department of Licensing. 630 will be state, local, and health professionals. Contract tracers will not ask the following information. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Folks, I don't know if I can contain myself tonight. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try, but here we go. Contact tracers will not ask for the following information. Immigration status. That's number one. So, you know, again, Christians quarantining, buying into the hoax. And I don't care if you're out of, if you're out of quarantine now. Until you renounce your belief in the lies of the coronavirus response, you're a quarantine Christian, a mask-wearing Christian, a mask-wearing quarantine conservative. Concerned about this now? Do you, do you possibly think there's ulterior motives when, of course, he leads off again with we're not going to be checking immigration status, social security number, financial info, or marital status? Enforcement for those businesses and individuals that don't comply. The governor stated that he confirmed with the attorney general, Bob Ferguson, that's the state attorney general, not, not William Barr, the national attorney general, there will be sanctions in civil or criminal court. Civil or criminal court. If you don't comply. At timestamp 3855 in the video of the press conference. One reporter asked. You can look it up for yourself. Look up Inslee Prince, uh, press conference and go to 3855. And you can check and see if I'm lying to you. When it comes to contact tracing, how are you guys going to handle people or families who want to refuse to test or to self-isolate? If they want to leave their home to get groceries, I know you said they can't do that. How will you make sure they don't? Below is Inslee's response. We will have attached to the families a, a family support person. Concerned yet? Don't you worry. You can trust them. Man, I heard a pastor say that in Tampa. I'm trusting the experts. Is that you still? Are you still that? Are you still that delusional? Here's, here's your experts. Oh, it'll never happen here. Oh, you really? You sure? You sure? Inslee's response. We will have attached to the families a family support person who will check in with them to see what they need on a daily basis. I love how he frames that. To see what they need as we put them on house arrest. And help them. If they can't get a friend to do their grocery shopping, we will help get them groceries in some fashion. Oh, go see your local commissar. Oh, comrade. This is the United States. Does anybody remember that? Remember Washington State used to be in the United States? To do grocery shopping, and we will get their, their groceries in some fashion. If they need pharmaceuticals to be picked up, we will make sure they get their pharmaceuticals. That's going to help encourage them to, ma to maintain their isolation too. Remember, 8 million people live in the state of Washington. 910 have died of COVID. 910. Well, did I have their flu deaths down? How many people died of the flu there last year? Uh, nine more than what they've lost to COVID. Exactly the same number. Oh, how surprising. And they have a 0.1% post-infection death rate. Same as the flu. Where was all this with the flu? 
Therefore, get this, here comes the fear, here comes the coup de gras. You ready? Therefore, those individuals that refuse to cooperate with contact tracers and or refuse testing, those individuals will not be allowed to leave their homes to purchase basic necessities such as groceries and or prescriptions. So they're not going to let people eat or get their medicine. Those persons will need to make arrangements through friends, family, or a state-provided family support personnel. Concerned yet? Concerned? I'll read this article to you. The, The coronavirus response was a complete and total hoax. You cannot speak their language You cannot say things like we can open safely. You cannot say I appreciate your efforts. You cannot say social distancing. You cannot buy into the lie at any point. It's over. Let me read you this article from Gateway Pundit. It's short. It's time for America to wake up and look at the real numbers behind the Chinese coronavirus. If we are truly experiencing it, Truly experiencing a historic pandemic with unprecedented deaths, then this should be obvious in the data, right? We should have way more deaths for the first four months of this year, January, February, March, April. We can't tabulate May yet, but we should have way more deaths, right? If if we're having an apocalyptic pandemic, then we should have way more deaths this year than than any other year in recent history, right? Same number in the population. So what does it say? We should see our total deaths for the first four months of 2020 greatly exceed the previous year's numbers numbers where there was no pandemic. But this is not the case. We are contact tracing people and locking them in their homes for nothing. Nothing. The CDC website indicates U.S. US death totals from 2015 through through 2020 for the first four months of the the year on average. So you can go check 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, and this year. And you can see how many more deaths have we had this year in the first four months in comparison to 15 through 19. Here's the numbers. January through April. The average of those is 921,603 people. That's the average. All right? This year, we've had a total of 944,000. So we've had about about 22,000, 23,000 more deaths this year. But here's the coup de grace. We have less than what we had in 2017. So we've really, statistically speaking, speaking, have not gone up in deaths whatsoever. We should have, according to the CDC, we should have a minimum of 80,000 more deaths than we had last year, right? Right? Because we've allegedly had 80-something, 80-something thousand uh, corona victims, coronavirus deaths this year, right? That's not here. It's not here. So it's over. It's over. You are welcome. I have set you free. It was the response was a complete hoax from Trump to Fauci to Burks to Inslee to Murphy to Cuomo and to all the other totalitarian tyrants that are out there. It was all a hoax. And the blue states are using this to try to defeat Trump in the election. And Trump is helping them. 
We have less deaths for the first four months of this year than the first four months of 2017. And statistically, the same as last year. There was never a pandemic. I told you. I told you. There never was. And there never will be from Corona. It's all a hoax. You're like, no, there really is. Yeah, there's a virus. He's statistically exactly the same as the flu. And by the way, if our numbers are the same as they have been for the last five years, which they statistically are, then what are they doing? It's simple as this, just using simple math. Say you had 30,000 flu deaths and 30,000 corona deaths. Take 25,000 of the flu deaths, stack them on top of the corona deaths, so then you've got 55,000 corona deaths, right? And then you got 5,000 flu deaths, but you still end up with 60,000. That's all they're doing is pulling from other categories. I have the data right here from the CDC website. It's right here. We have had, according to confirmed COVID-19 deaths, we have 47,000 confirmed COVID-19 deaths. What, how, many, how, how many flu deaths have we had this year? 64,000. All they're doing is pulling it from, because here, here's the, I don't know if you can see this or not, but they have categories here. The category right here, this is how it reads. You have, you have coronavirus way over here, all by itself, confirmed coronavirus deaths. And then you've got interesting, interesting little columns like deaths with pneumonia and COVID-19, then deaths with pneumonia, influenza, or COVID-19. And all of these numbers, they're just pulling from them to make the death count go up. Listen, people's livelihoods are on the line in government. They don't want to be proven to be galactically wrong, but they were. Remember who, they were following Neil Ferguson's advice from the UK, who told him 2.2 million people are going to die from this. They better get those numbers up. They better at least get to 100,000, right? That's all they're doing. It has now been proven. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Look it up for yourself. Do we have exactly the same amount of deaths as we had last year, statistically, and less than we had in 2017 for the first four months of the year? How can we have an apocalyptic pandemic then? All you goofballs wearing your stupid masks, take them off. You fools. All the Christians that have bought into this, wake up. You knew this one was coming. This is from Daily Coin from a few days ago. The HR 66666 uh, bill to authorize the Secretary of Health and Human Services to award grants uh, to eligible entities to conduct diagnostic testing for COVID-19 and related activities such as contact tracing through mobile health units and, as necessary, at individuals' residences. Do you not see this? Now, this doesn't have a hill of beans chance of passing. Thank goodness. But the governors are doing it anyway. Cuomo's asked is, is, is uh, allocating for thousands upon thousands of contact tracers in his state. What are we going to do? I am calling on the nation. I I don't have a giant following. I get, I don't know, somewhere between five and 15,000 views every time we do one of these, which is great. I appreciate it. But I am calling on America. Like and share this video. Like and share. I know they're long. Like somebody might get some tidbit of information that could open their eyes to the truth. 
Like and share this video. I am calling on America. Open your businesses. Blow off the governor's orders. We have got to stand. I am not, I am not, I am not calling for violence at all. Go to your businesses and open them up. Pastors, grow some courage. Release your hands from your ankles and open your churches. I've got to read this one. I'm going to bypass. Some, two of my brothers in Christ sent this to me right before this, and all I've got it on is my iPad because I didn't even have time to put it in my notes. This right here, I, I, you know, I almost want to say it's over. This is from a local church right near where I live. Guess what they've decided to do? They decided to have their own phase one, phase two, phase three pandemic return plan. Pastors, what is the matter with you? What, what is the matter with you? It's a 0.1% death rate. This is right here where I live. So let's look at the state of Florida, shall we? How, how many people live in the state of Florida? 22 million. How many deaths have we had? 1,734. 1,734. 22 million people live here. You have a point. Zero, zero, seven percent chance, seven one thousandths of one percent chance of dying of COVID in the state of Florida. And this is what the church is doing? A phase one, phase two, phase three. Listen, you didn't just, this, the, the pastors of, of this church, you didn't just jump on the lap of government. You didn't just grab your ankles and bend over. You're impregnated by the government. This is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. And I have a stupid church crap file that I'm going to reveal to you at the end. But I couldn't wait. I was going to hold this till the end. I can't wait. In the state of Florida, post-infection, you have a 0.06 to 0.1% chance of dying of COVID. 22 million people live here, 1,700 cases. And this is what we're doing? Where's your proof? Where's the numbers? There aren't any. I just told you, we had more deaths in 2017 for the first four months than we've had this year. Well, let's look at some of this plan. This is beautiful. And, and I don't care if, if, if you know, if you think, if you know what this or where this church is, I'm beyond caring. I may come to the place where I start throwing down names because I am so sick of the cowardice inside of the body of Christ. And I am so sick of the unbiblical nature inside of the body of Christ. Look at this. Here, here's their phase one return. Masks, optional. Sanitizing stations. No handshakes. No nursery. No children's ministry. No coffee time. Drop off only. No communion. Spaced sanctuary seating. Sick must stay home. Yeah, you don't want to have sick people come in and pray for them and have them healed. Intense clean of high touch point air. There it is. There's the Corona language endorsed by the church. Touch point. Goofballs. Ignorant. Just completely ignorant. Do you ever, pastors of this church, do you ever look at a statistic in your life? Do you ever study to show yourself approved? Do you believe the Bible at all? Quarantine Christians, mask wearing Christians, do you ever read the Bible? 
And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Matthew 16, 19, Jesus Christ speaking. And you're walking around with a goofball mask on with in, ele- in your alleged safe zone because there's six feet between you and the next person. You've chosen to be willfully ignorant. What's phase two? And by the way, this church names their phase three the new normal. See, I mean, right? I mean, I, when I read it, I'm like, it's over. I'm, not, I'm never going to stop trying, but I, I, you know what? If you look at this, it's like it's over, you know? Here we go. Here's their phase two. This is a beauty. This one's entitled, Reduced to Moderate Safe Distancing. Masks optional. Sanitizer stations. Handshakes optional. Do you realize that this church now sounds like a communist, liberal uh, LGBTQ conference. Uh, say, uh, your gender is optional. They sound like this church sounds like Governor Inslee, and this is in Florida. Just to make it clear, if somebody asked me this yesterday. We have never had churches locked down here ever. We've never been mandated to have social distancing. We've never been we've never been deemed non-essential. We've never ever been closed down ever. Pastors, stop lying to your congregations, telling them that you are mandated to shut down because you never were. If you're wondering, pull up Google Ron DeSantis executive orders. Churches were never shut down. They were never shut down. They were never required to social distance ever. Pull it up. Challenge me. Please do. Please do. Challenge me. Because I already know. Handshakes optional. Resume children's ministries. No nursery though. Coffee time is back. Online and drop off offering. Prepackaged. Oh, prepackaged communion. Woohoo. Prepackaged communion. What's that look like? Increase sanctuary seating. Intense clean of high touch point areas. And here's their, uh, their phase three, and they title it. Here's phase one is titled return. Phase two is entitled transition. Phase three is entitled the new normal. Government lapdogs. Government lapdogs. I mean, you shouldn't be that mean to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, first of all, I don't know if they are. If, the, if you are this galactically ignorant of the word of God, how do I know whether you're saved or not? How do I even know whether you're saved or not? When you don't know, when 1 John 5, 4 says that our, our faith gives us victory over anything in the world. Everything born of God overcomes the world. This is overcoming the world? Explain to me how this is overcoming the world. This is embracing and endorsing and submitting to bold-faced lies. Pastor, stop telling your churches in Florida you were locked down. That is a bold-faced lie. Knock it off, and you know it's a lie. What do you want to do? Go straight to hell? Liars do not go to heaven. And I don't care if you think you're eternally secure. You're not going to heaven. You need to repent of your lying. Phase three, the new normal. Masks are still optional. How lovely. 
Maintain sanitizer stations. Handshakes are still optional. What on earth has happened? It's taken four months of, of totalitarian, tyrannical authority to completely dissolve the church of the living God in America. And I know there's people, there's people out there, they think that this is gonna, this is gonna lead into a great revival. I don't think it's going to lead to a great revival. I think there's going to be a new church form. Maybe that will be the revival. Because, listen, all of these people that have bought into this corona hoax and have optional handshakes, handshakes and touch point cleaning and social distance services, they're still going to have their own churches, folks. They ain't never going to feel comfortable in mine. But the real Christians out there, the ones that follow the word of God, that believe in hellfire and brimstone, that believe in repenting of sin, that believe that you can lose your salvation and walk away, that believe, in other words, the word of God, we will have our churches too. We'll see who's more dominant. It should, we'll be more powerful, but we'll see who's more dominant. From the Gateway Pundit, Dr. Deborah Burks reportedly made comments during a Wednesday meeting. She's in the White House at a, a briefing in the White House. Who's Dr. Deborah Burks? She's on the coronavirus response team from the White House. It's Burks and Fauci, Burks and Fauci. This is what she says. During a task force meeting Wednesday, a heated discussion broke out between Dr. Burks, the physician who oversees the administration's coronavirus response, and Robert Redfield who is buddy, 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 buddy with Fauci, who runs the CDC. Surprise of surprise. Burks and others were frustrated with the CDC's antiquated system for tracking virus data, which they worried was inflating some statistics, such as, hmm, what did I tell you earlier? Mortality rate and case count. We've had no, how can they have, how can you claim to have 80,000 coronavirus deaths and have no increased death count for the first four months of the year. How's that possible? Explain that to me. It's not. What you have to do is pull from pneumonia, pull from the flu, make it up, pull from heart attack, pull from strokes, pull from diabetes, pull from kidney conditions, whatever it may be, liver failure, pull from those and build your 80,000. That's what she's saying here. They up to, listen, such as mortality rate and case count by as much as 25%. It's way more than that, old Debbie. It's way more than that, Debbie. And you know it is more than that, Debbie, because you can't have 80,000 deaths. 80,000 deaths that don't raise the first four-month death, death count. We should have 80,000 more deaths than we had in 2017. We have less deaths than we've had than we had in 2017. Tom, are you going to focus on that a lot? Yes. It completely obliterates the narrative for the draconian response. If you have less deaths total for the first four months of 2020 than you have for 2017, there is no pandemic. And there, that's the numbers. Also from the Gateway Pundit. Oh, I almost say this one last thing that Burke said. There is nothing from the CDC that I can trust. Sounds like somebody's gotten a little wake-up call. A little wake-up call from the Gateway Pundit again. 
Recently, Republican Shelley Farley called an attorney, General Bill Barr, to investigate this, the state of New York's policy that led to so many deaths in the state of New York. Four, they're talking about uh, nursing home deaths. 4,900 seniors have died from COVID-19 in New York State nursing homes. Following the state's order that facilities cannot refuse a patient based on infection status. Cuomo the genius. Listen, what Cuomo does is call what, what's bad good and what's good bad. That's what he is. He's evil. He's a baby butchering monstrosity. And people just love him. This is him. He was sending infected coronavirus patients into the nursing homes. We don't, listen, you, all that needed to happen was for these government buffoons to do one thing right. They needed to do one thing right, and I'm including Trump. You needed to isolate the most vulnerable just like you do every flu season. And they muddled it up. They didn't even do that right. Instead, they locked down the healthy. And in the state of New York, 66% of their new cases are coming from the obedient, from those who are obeying safer at home orders. How's that, how's that Christian quarantiner? You sure you're really saving yourself or saving others? All you're doing was training every person in your home to be fearful. That's all you are. Instead of preaching the word of God. From the New York Post, as the shutdown drags on, it's causing job losses, bankruptcies, and a sense that people are being robbed of their rights. The liberal media label the protesters virus deniers. Start with the science. Data show almost all coronavirus fatalities are among the elderly and those with serious health problems, almost all. A staggering 68% of deaths, 68% of deaths in Pennsylvania have been at nursing homes. Listen, that didn't say age. It's 68% of coronavirus deaths in the state of Pennsylvania are in nursing homes let alone any other elderly person, in nursing homes. Basically, 70% of the deaths in the state of Pennsylvania. Where are we at? State of Pennsylvania. Oh, there he is. You got to love old Tommy Wolf. Oh, Tommy Wolf. State of Pennsylvania. They have 3,688 deaths. 70% of those, 70% of those are from nursing homes. A... In Pennsylvania, have been nursing home residents. In Rhode Island, it's 70%. Shutting stores and restaurants didn't save them. This is from the New York Post. A lockdown targeted to protecting the highest risk group of people 65 or over instead of confining all age groups would slash death rates by half. If they would have done what they were supposed to do, instead of locking down healthy people, they should have taken the most vulnerable, those with immunodeficiencies, the elderly, pre-existing conditions. They should have been isolated and the rest of the economy should go just like every flu season. But what did they do? They were sending coronaviruses, patients into the nursing homes. Buffoons, idiots. Oh, that's offensive. I don't care anymore. I never did care. Why am I lying? The shutdown's goal was eradicating the virus. That is not possible. It's not possible. From American Greatness, 
Governor Andrew Cuomo, this is the same subject matter, issued a directive in late March of this year ordering nursing homes to readmit hospitalized patients. During this global health emergency, all nursing homes must comply with the expedited receipt of, of residents returning from hospitals. The State Department of Health directed in a memo dated March 25th they were sending infected coronavirus patients back into the nursing home homes. Hence the reason 5,000 of them died in New York. Oh, but you're going to quarantine Christians and conservatives. You're doing your part by locking yourself in your home. All they needed to do was isolate all the ridiculously tyrannical morons running the show. All they needed to do was isolate the most vulnerable, and they couldn't even do that. Ridiculous. From the New York Post. New York state regions, including the Big Apple, will need to meet strict criteria in order to start a phased reopening and return to some type of normalcy from the coronavirus crisis under the orders of Go Governor Andrew Cuomo. He loves it. He loves being in his ridiculously stupid press conferences every day, looking like the smartest man in the room. He's the one who sent the coronavirus patients back into the nursing homes. Here's his ridiculous plan. This is what this state has to be able to do to reopen. A 14-day drop in hospitalizations, a 14-day decline in hospital deaths, a rate of new hospitalizations below 2 per 100,000 residents, at least 30% of total hospital beds unoccupied. That's already met. They're, they're closing down field hospitals in New York. This they ever saw one patient. At least 30% of ICU hospital beds unoccupied, already done. At least 30 tests for every 1,000 residents per month. Everybody hear that one. At least 30 tests for every 1,000 residents per month. And here's the fun one. At least 30 contact tracers retained per 100,000 residents. How many is that for the state of New York? They're looking to hire 6,300 6, contact tracers for the state of New York. Hire them. This is state $6 billion in debt and, and trumping up their coronavirus numbers to get a federal bailout. From the Gateway Pundit, from what, what is today, the 14th? Four days ago, UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez said these are the galactic fools at the helm of this response. Said during the uh, virtual, a Petersburg virtual dialogue, a two-day international conference, blah, 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 in Berlin, Germany, that the economic turmoil caused by the coronavirus pandemic is not caused by the coronavirus. It's not caused by the coronavirus. We, we had 330 million Americans before the coronavirus. We have 330 million Americans right now. Remember, no more increased deaths for the first four months of this year than last year or 2017. I didn't see 2018's numbers. No increased deaths. So in order for the coronavirus to be causing our economic collapse, it would have to be dead people. It'd have to be, there aren't any truck drivers because they're all dead. There aren't any police officers because they're all dead. There are no factory workers. They're all dead. That's not the case. You have a point zero one percent chance of dying of coronavirus, according to CDC statistics, which are bogus. You can pretty much make it a even less than that. 
of dying of coronavirus in the, in, in the United States. One one hundredth of one percent chance. Well, here we go. This is what uh, UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez. He said the coronavirus pandemic presents a rare and short window of opportunity to accelerate their globalist 2030 agenda project. Oh, but don't worry. And, you know, I don't know who's watching this and who doesn't watch it. I can see the names over here. I'll check them as I'm going. But don't ever let these facts get in the way of your self-important mask wearing and quarantining. And I wouldn't want to leave my house because I wouldn't want to give it to somebody else. You're already a killer. You've already given the flu to somebody, to somebody, to somebody who died of it. We all have. It's called living in a free society. Gateway pundit 5-9, Dr. Fauci is wrong again. Coronavirus cases drop to new lows after Georgia opens, opens the state and lifts lockdown orders. Who bashed, who bashed the governor of Georgia? President Trump bashed him. Said he never shouldn't have. And guess what's happened since they opened up? Oh, their cases and deaths have, have careened downhill. Well, you know why that is? Well, because herd immunity will always win. You don't listen. If you flatten the curve, you know what flatten the curve means? It means to extend the length of the virus. Herd immunity is always going to win. If you hide in your house, you can hide as long as you want. When you come out, the virus is there. All you're doing is delaying the inevitable. What Georgia did was go, you know what? Forget it. It's not doing us any good to cower in our homes. We need to get herd immunity started. And now their cases have gone down. Guess what other state that, that's happened with? Right here in Florida. The problem is Governor Kemp made this announcement. There's the problem. Wearing a mask. Again, let me put this out for you. If you have a five-mile raging river to a waterfall that leads straight to hell. It doesn't matter where you jump in those raging waters. They are heading towards the waterfall straight to hell. When the salon owner who got arrested, who was a hero to all of us, comes out to the press conference wearing a mask, it's over. You just bought in. She's in the river. And so's the governor. He could have come out, stood proud, got right in front of that thing and said, you know what? I looked this in the face. I defied the president of the United States. I did what is right. But instead, he acquiesced to the lie. You can't jump in to the river lie anywhere. Ever. Just the news, 5-8. time is it? Frontline COVID-19 doctors this week have gone public saying they feel pressured to show COVID-19. This is not long ago. This is, this is five, six days ago. Still going on. Still have, Remember, we were talking about this, those of us who actually care about true things. Now, you know, you, coronavirus, coronavirus Christians, quarantine Christians, mask. I know you don't care about the truth. But now doctors are coming out. Their videos are all over YouTube for about 12 minutes before YouTube tears them down. And another uh, tyrannical, you know, social media outlet. And listen, if I disappear off of here, you just got to find me now. I don't know. Who knows how long I'm going to be on? There's other, there's other things coming up. We're gonna, we need to support those other things. Parlor, we, things like that. We've got to go out. 
And we support these things. We don't know how much longer we're going to be on Facebook or YouTube. Dr. Jonathan Fishberg, a clinical researcher, says the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Disease, and the World Health Organization have issued vague, if not misguided, recommendations that unfortunately have have been adopted by national, state, and local leaders. It is absolutely critical that we have accurate data to support decision makers. It is unusual when there is a new disease and a patient dies and the cause of their death may be their underlying condition like diabetes or congestive heart failure and the doctors are pressured to report the cause of death as COVID-19 instead. This is going on right here, right now. Because they've got to get those death counts up or they'll look like a bunch of fools. They're already a bunch of fools. And uh, from Todd Starnes, 513, an armed militia in Michigan in defiance of Governor, there's my favorite, old Governor Gretchy, Governor Gretchy Whitmer, totalitarian tyrant, baby butchering, baby butchering draconian fool sitting on her Stalinist throne. An armed militia in Michigan in defiance of Governor Gretchen Whitmer's coronavirus orders stood outside a barbershop Monday as it opened for business despite state orders. The Michigan Home Guard stood outside Carl Menke's barbershop in a town of Owasso and said they were ready to blockade the door if the police arrived, the Washington Post reported. Again, I'm not telling anybody to resort to violence, but I am telling you, it is time to stand up in your First Amendment and your fourth, in your 14th Amendment rights. There can never, listen to me, there can never be a law that trumps the Constitution. And police officers, don't go out arresting people for violating unconstitutional laws. You swore to uphold and defend the Constitution. I was a cop for 25 years. I would never think of arresting somebody for violating an unconstitutional order. If you don't want the Constitution, Governor Gretchy, you've got to go amend the Constitution. That's the only way around it. They were never allowed to lock you down. If you want to stay at home because you're scared, then stay, stay, stay at home, little cherub. Stay at home, little angel girl. But the rest of us are here to be free. The First Amendment gives you the right to assemble, the right to go, the right to, go to church and choose your own religion, and many other things. And the, right, the, the 14th Amendment gives you the right to move around freely. Nobody, nobody for any reason has the right to take those two amendments away unless they amend the Constitution, amend them away. Get this through your 10 feet thick skulls. Nobody can do it. If you're told that you're not allowed to open your business, it's a lie. Go open it. Well, Tom, I might get arrested. It's time. I was ready to get arrested here. Dr. Rodney Howard Brown took the pinch for all of the state of Florida. Two days later, we were deemed essential, but we were never deemed non-essential. Stop lying to your churches, pastors in Florida. 
You were never locked down. You were never closed down. You were never ordered to close down. Stop lying to your congregations, pastors. New Center, Maine. Here's another, here's another gem. Another just beauty. Well, let me get her. Let me get let her, let's get her ready. Old Janie Mills. Janet Mills in the state of Maine. Go, this is from yesterday. You think yesterday? Every, I thought I thought everyone was coming out. I thought we were all reopening. Is that what you think? Do you think that? Because if you think that, you're choosing to be ignorant. We're not opening up. Drive around. I mean, it's good here in the state of Florida, but drive around where you live. See if it's actually true that you really are opening up. You may be in phase one or phase A or phase green. The little totalitarian Stalins love their phases. They love to tell you. They love to have you come and say, will you please deem me essential? Here she is. Augusta, Maine, Governor Janet Mills signed a proclamation. Who are these people? On Wednesday, that extends the state, the state of civil emergency. Well, that's an interesting grouping of words for 30 days through June 11th. Why? What's the reason? It has to be cataclysmic death, and there there has to be bodies stacked like cordwood in the state of Maine, right? I mean, in order to now extend it to June 11th, you'd have to have so many coronavirus deaths in the state of Maine, right? I mean, in order to justify that. And by the way, it says this is her second extension. Well, let's look at the statistics coming out of the beautiful state of Maine. Well, here we go. State of Maine has 1.3 million people live there. Are you ready for their death count? This is how many people have died of COVID in the state of Maine. 64. Explain to me. Somebody, please, I'm looking over here. You know, I don't know how much I'll be able to, to look at it all the time. You know, it doesn't really scroll for me like it should. <laughs> I'm trying to see some comments, but they're not working real good. Explain to me why it is that she's closing down her state till June 11th, another month from right now. And this is the second time she's done it with a total of 64 deaths. So what else we got? You have a 0.005% chance of dying of COVID in the state of Maine. Five one thousandths of 1% chance of dying of COVID in the state of Maine. A post-infection death rate below the flu of 0.09%. They, last, last year, they had 312 flu deaths. They've had 64 COVID deaths. What's she doing? So, Do you think it could be motivated by anything else? Think it could be motivated by political aims, political goals? Like uh, trying to defeat Donald Trump in the next election? No, 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 she's not... She's not too liberal. Oh, she's a monster. Janet Mills is a monster. The biggest divide also from the New York Post. The biggest divide in this country is about who's getting a paycheck. Who would agree on that? Who's lost their jobs out there? We've lost money in my house. My, my, my wife had to take a pay cut. Some government officials who get paid show no respect this is from, from the New York Post for working people who don't. How else to explain Governor Janet Mills' decision to bar Maine hotels from taking reservations? Do, do you hear this? 
I try not to scream for the entire time that I'm doing this, but the rage on the inside of me, when I look at a, a tyrant governor like Janet Mills saying, she is bequeathing, she is ordering hotels. Who, what right does she have? In order to have those rights, she has got to deinstitutionalize the Constitution. She hasn't amended the Constitution so that she has the right to go defy somebody's First Amendment and 14th Amendment rights. She doesn't have the right to do this. She doesn't have the right to go to a hotel owner and say to them, you are not going to take any hotel reservations for the entire summer. She doesn't have the right to do that. She doesn't own those. This is America. This is capitalism. They own the hotel. Not Janie Mills. Decision to bar Maine hotels from taking reservations for the summer season or Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's attempt to close grass mowing businesses? Don't you worry, quarantine Christian. It'll never come for you. And I want to speak to my brothers and sisters in all of the states. Where I'm hearing from you guys. I'm hearing from you. And I'm hearing you don't have a place to go. And there's no, I, I'm with you. And you, some people, they ask me what, what to do. Well, listen, if your pastors are cowards, they're cowards. And I never go back there again. I would never go back there again. You need to be praying. You need to be fasting. You need to be seeking God for the future of your church life. Some of you may need to move. I, I believe church is priority. You should move. I'm not saying move here. I'm not recruiting, recruiting or doing anything like that. But you may need to pray and move to a different state with more courageous pastors. Because I've heard from people. One from my brother in Oregon. He said there's just nothing open. And I, from what I see, there are no churches open. There's no churches open right here in the state of Florida. There's, I don't want to name them. There's a few in my area that are open. I don't want to name them because I don't know if they want me to name them. There's a few of them that are open. And we were never locked down. We're, the, the Florida pastors are the worst. They're the worst. They were never told to lie. If you're listening to me and you're a friend or a former friend of mine, I'm saying it to you. You need to repent. You were never locked down. At least for my brothers and sisters in Michigan and Oregon and the, in the Gestapo state of Washington, they have no choice. You did. And even there, listen, I'm not excusing those pastors there that were locked down. They should have stayed open. You should have stayed open and taken your pinch like a man. But here in Florida, you had no excuses. You're the worst. You need to get out, make a Facebook Live, and publicly repent of closing your church for the flu. You may hate my guts, it's still the truth. And God will judge you according to the truth. The word, the, the, the word of God is true every time. And listen, the truth is the truth. This was nothing more than a documented flu bug. Day by day, let's document how many people are going to die from this thing. That's all that happened in the state of Florida. Pastors, you grabbed your ankles and you ran with your ankles. You're holding them as you're running into your churches, jumping onto Dr. Fauci's lap. Well, what? I'll lose half my church because people won't think I'm reasonable. People won't think I'm operating by wisdom. Forget those people. You're supposed to operate by the word of God. California coronavirus update. 
From Yahoo News, three days ago, Governor Gavin Newsom calls for additional $1 trillion in federal aid. $1 trillion in federal aid. This is all coming from, this isn't just for him. This is what's for, is for the, what's called the Western Pact. Western Pact, which is Colorado, Washington, Nevada, Oregon, and California are asking for $1 trillion. These budget shortfalls are so much bigger than any state, said the governor. Yeah, no kidding. Adding that a big, when, you're, when you're a fool running a state, your budget's probably going to be bad. $6 billion in debt in the state of New York with Andy Cuomo and Gabby Newsom, billions of dollars in debt also. What, why would they continue to keep their, their, their states in lockdown? For a government bailout, that's it. Oh, they would never do that. They would never scare people and they would never tell you you're going to die. If you're gonna, you see, the lie has to be, the lie has to be exposed. Are you ready to, Christians, pastors, are you ready to speak it? Are you ready to speak the lie? Here's, here's, here's what you do. Here, the lie is, is that this is the bubonic plague. That's a lie. People are running around yelling at other people for not wearing a mask because they believe that they're going to die. If someone doesn't wear a mask, they're going to die. No, if you catch the, if you go and drink coronavirus, you have a 0.1, one-tenth of 1% chance of dying of corona. And by the way, that's on average. So a lot of people have a zero percent chance of dying of coronavirus 95 percent of all coronaviruses worldwide are mild did everybody hear that and once again we have less deaths in the first four months of this year than we had in 2017 so explain to me why you're screaming at somebody for not wearing a mask you have to expose the lie. It's a documented flu bug. It's all it ever was or ever will be. But the tyrants are using it to usher in the mark of the beast, to grease the skids for the mark of the beast, to us grease the skids for mass vaccines by force. Oh, that could never happen. Well, the president of the United States just said he wants 300 million vaccines readily available by the end of this year. And the people who, who will be dispensing them will at least partially be the military. Look it up for yourself. It's on mainstream news, U.S. News and World Report, Fox News, NBC. Feel free. Go ahead. Beat my arguments. Good luck to you. Listen, all my stuff is documented. I'm not making this up. Indianapolis, Steak and Shake, permanently closed 57 of its restaurants nationwide. How does that feel? Quarantine Christian? Quarantine conservative? What about these people? You don't care because you get to feel nice and self-important at home, sitting there, making brownies, and sending out Facebook memes of yourself making brownies. Well, other, other people have lost their, lost their livelihoods uh, permanently. Nice work. Good job buying in, Christians. Tom, you're, mean, you're so mean to the Christians. Yeah, judgment begins at the house of the Lord. 1 Peter 4.17. Try the Bible. Tom, you're too mean. Jesus called people whitewashed tombs, used a whip of cords to drive the hypocrites out of the tabernacle, out of the temple, called the Pharisees sons of hell, called them hypocrites, called them whitewashed tombs, and you're worried about me? He called one of his most trusted disciples, Satan, 
John the, Baptist called, John the Baptist called a group of religious leaders a brood of vipers. And you're worried about me. Read your Bible. It would have helped if you would have read your Bible about the coronavirus and read Psalm 91 where no plague can come nigh thy dwelling. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. Try the Bible, Christians. Try it. Instead of Instead of joining the church of coronatology headed by the high priest Bill Gates and, and Anthony Fauci. Someday I'm going to put out the edicts of the coronatology church of which most Christians are following and most pastors are following. One of them is you have to wor- worship Anthony Fauci, but only in an online service. Now a lot of people are rejoicing in this. Of all the churches that are, are opening, you got Sacramento, California. Hundreds of pastors in California have announced plans to defy Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom's executive orders. Well, in the immortal words of the movie Die Hard, welcome to the party, but you're way, way too late. And what all these pastors need to do before you reopen your churches is you need to publicly repent of buying in to lies. 0.1% post-infection death rate, no additional deaths in the first four months of this year in comparison to last year and less than 2019. Are you going to publicly apologize? You should. Sacramento, California, May 11th. Hundreds of pastors in California have announced plans to defy Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom's Executive orders deeming religious gatherings non-essential. In an open letter to the governor, they declared their intent to begin holding in-person church services. May 2nd, several pastors ministering in Rom- uh, to uh, Romanian Christian congregations in Chicago told Democratic Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker that they will be defying an executive order limiting religious gatherings to only 10 people and are unafraid to take the issue to court. Good. Good. Do it. I'm Listen. I know that in some ways I've been somewhat hypocr- uh, um, hypocritical by saying pastors open up your churches and telling people not to go back to them. Listen, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I'm glad they're doing something, but you know what? A lot of these guys have been locked down since February. February, March, April, half of May. Where have you been? Did you ever bother to even look into the statistics behind the virus before you ran from it? It's also clear that church is essential under both our state and federal constitution. That's true. The governor's advisory board on reopening the state has no members representing Christian communities or institutes. What a surprise. State of Massachusetts. I got them on here. Oh, yeah. Head by Charlie Baker. Another real prize package. Rhino. Republican in name only. Baby butchering fool. The first phase of the reopening in Massachusetts is set to begin on May 18th. It has not yet been determined what parts of regular life will be allowed to open up again. Oh, thank you, Charlie Baker. Oh, what are you going to allow me to do? Understand, they can't do that. We don't, listen, Christian, foolish, Romans 13 followers, we don't have rulers. 
We have representatives in a constitution. The constitution trumps all rulers. The only thing that you have to follow to be a solid Christian, if you're going to follow Romans 13, is the constitution. You're actually violating Romans 13. Listen to this now. You're Roman Christians that think you're following Romans 13, you're actually violating, violating it by following unconstitutional orders. Never saw that one coming, did you? You're the one violating Romans 13. Not guys like me that have kept our churches open in obedience to the Constitution. We don't know what they're going to allow to be left open. When the phased reopening of our commonwealth begins, the reopening of our churches must be in the first phase, the pastors wrote. It is upsetting, unlike roughly half the states across the nation, churches in Massachusetts were not deemed essential at the outset, but this must come to an end. Why now? Why are you fighting now? I'm glad you are. Welcome to the party, but why are you fighting now? What ticks you off? Well, I get February didn't make you mad, and then uh, I guess March didn't make you mad, and I guess all of April didn't make you mad, and now we're at May 14th, and I guess you're mad now, right? In Virginia, almost 200 pastors asked, you don't ask. They can't take away your First Amendment rights without amending the Constitution. You don't ask. You open. Right there. Again, Five Mile River, Raging River, heading to the waterfall, leading straight to hell. If you are asking, you're on the river. You've bought into the river of lies. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is a hospital for the spiritually sick. No kidding, pastor, where you been? Meanwhile, Vice President Mike Pence told a group of religious leaders in Iowa last Friday that the lack of church services has been a burden for the faithful. Yeah, no kidding. It's been a source of heartache for people across the country, he said, adding that creative efforts to hold service. There it is. As soon as you say creative efforts... In the river, heading towards the waterfall, straight to hell. You can't buy into the lie anywhere along the river because no matter if it's five miles down the river or five miles down the river, five miles from the waterfall or one foot from the waterfall, the destination's the same. Hell on earth, turning America into a totalitarian state. The moment, he said, to hold services, uh, creative efforts to hold. No, no, thank you. Vice President Pence, no thank you. We'll hold services however we please until you amend the Constitution. Amend it. Good luck with that. Here's some good stuff. This is how it should have been handled. You ready? This is how it should have been handled. I'm getting all my papers sweaty. This is how it should have been handled. Pastor Tony Snell, Tony Spell, I always say Snell. Pastor Tony Spell, S-P-E-L-L. Tony Spell in Louisiana. This is how it should have been done, pastors. You're opening now? Great. Without a public, without public repentance, without getting off the river. If you're opening up your services with social distancing and, and detoxification stations, this is how it should have been done. The pastor whose church is located near Baton Rouge was placed on house arrest last late last month and he failed to promise when he failed to promise to make a promise to a judge that he'd adhere to social distancing protocols that's right 
He knows his First Amendment and Fourteenth Amendment rights against gatherings of more than ten people. He then violated the house arrest by walking to his church and holding a service. Spell was arrested in late March, but continued to hold services which have drawn large crowds. He's been arrested a couple times. That's what you got to do. I'm not saying you got to get arrested over and over and over again, but you got to at least take your pinch like a man standing up for the Constitution, standing up for your congregation. That's how it should have been done. Not going, sending a letter to the governor, and uh, when are you going to include us in your, uh, your reopening uh, panel? Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, this is how you do it. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, the leader of the Pentecostal Mega Church in Tampa Bay, called the river has been arrested after continuing to hold large church services amid the coronavirus outbreak. Let's look at it. When he was holding it, this is, this is Hillsborough County to date. It was less than this then. Hillsborough County's got 1.5 million people. That's where his church is located. Has 1.5 million people. How many people have died to date by, from the coronavirus where Rodney Howard Brown has his church? 38 out of 1.5 million. 38. And they arrested him. Go, it's, it's fine, quarantine, Christian at home. We'll, we'll just continue to fight out here. You just stay at home. Bake another sheet of cookies tonight. You coward. Yeah, I called you a coward. Get right with God. Get out of your house. The Hillsborough, Rodney Howard Brown, the leader of Pentecostal Mega Church in Tampa, has been arrested after continuing to hold large church services amid the coronavirus outbreak. That's what you got to do. The Hillsborough County Sheriff announced on March 30th, it was six weeks ago from from, uh, Monday, that he had obtained an arrest warrant for the pastor's arrest. At that time, they had like 12 coronavirus deaths uh, from a population of 1.5 million. About an hour later, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown was booked into the Hernando County Detention Center inmate, inmate record show. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. All the rest of you pastors in Tampa, where are you? You're still not open. I check on one all the time that ripped Pastor Rodney Howard Brown behind his back, that ripped Jonathan Shuttlesworth behind his back. He's still cowering in the corner. Explain to me. Give give me your justification, pastors. You've never been told to shut down here in Florida. Yet 38 deaths out of 1.5 million where you have your churches. Explain to me the justification of continuing on. With your church shut down. That's how it's supposed to be done. Not complying and asking for permission. Not waiting for to safely reopen. Not, cho- not chosen dates in the future. We're going to open on May 31st. We're going to see. I see all the pastors putting out their goofy Facebook lives now. And they're saying, we're meeting right now. And we're deciding when we're going to meet. We'll, we'll get the plan out to you. No, that's. Tony Spell, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Not being a good neighbor and a community partner and trusting the experts. What seems right to you, Christians? What seems right to you? You Most most Christians only know this verse by the second part of it. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. If it seems evil to you, does it seem evil to you? For a pastor to get arrested to take this stand? I know for a lot of you, it's not our fight. This is not our time to fight. Are you sure now? We'll get to that in a minute. 
If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father serves, served or the gods of the Amorites in whose land we dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Does it seem evil to you for a pastor to be arrested? Well, no. Tom, this was, we, they told us to shut down because it was a pandemic. It was the bubonic plague. It never was. It never will be. It wasn't then. It isn't now. You just cowered in fear. And it seems right to you. It seems evil to you to serve the Lord. It seems evil to you to stand in the word of God and say, you know what? I bind its bound. I loose its loose. It seems evil to you, doesn't it? You think I'm a whack job, don't you? I'm preaching to you the word of God. No plague shall draw near thy dwelling. Psalm 91, seem evil to you? We're supposed to use wisdom. What, your wisdom that trumps the word of God? Proverbs 14, 12, there's a way that seems right. That's you. That's you, quarantine Christian. That's you, Romans chapter 13, erroneous follower. You're the one who's violated Romans 13 by violating the Constitution, by obeying unconstitutional laws. You're the one who violated the rulership. There's a way that seems right to him. Yeah, it seems right, didn't it? In so much now, does it? Seen Christians arrested, pastors arrested, moms at parks arrested contact tracing all over the country there's a way that seems right to man but its end is the way of death have you woken up yet barbers being arrested cops fired for for refusing to enforce unconstitutional laws hair salon owner arrested pastors arrested online service taken down because it violated community standards yeah well they, you submit to the government and you do, you, you, hey church, you will jump. Oh, well, really? How high, government? How high, governor? How high do you want me to jump? You will go online only. All right, we'll do it. And then when you do, we're going to pull it down because you violated our community standards. Good job. Brilliant. Online services, moms arrested with their kids watching by for violating social distancing laws that didn't exist four months ago contract tracers being hired by the thousands obvious political motives by blue state governors who are just trying to unseat a duly elected president by crashing the economy any of this waking you up yet corona coronatology christians is it waking you up yet 0.1 percent death rate same amount of deaths for the first four months of this year as last year and less than 2017. Waking you up yet? Is it, is it doing anything? Anything at all? 30 million plus jobs lost? That wake you up? 3.8 trillion in deficit spending this year? Will careen our national debt close to $30 trillion? Obvious politicization of the vaccine of vaccine development obvious politicization of the treatment where's hydroxychloroquine hydroxychloroquine how effective is it 91 percent where's it at gone why because there's political motives namely coming through one anthony fauci and bill gates to keep it off the market what you can buy what you can buy is determined by the state that waking you up? Extend, extended non-essential lockdowns? 
a new normal proclaimed? Does that, not, does that not ring a bell to you? Does that sound like new world order to you? Quarantine Christian? Quarantine conservative? Does that not sound like new world order to you? Goofball church right near me with your phase three of reopening called the new normal? Why don't you just call it the new world order and line up and take the mark of the beast? Let's just get it done now. Having to present, potentially, Fauci said this is a possibility, having to potentially present immunization paperwork? That wake you up at all? You already get your temperature taken, don't you? Going into play, oh, that's nothing. Does that, not bother, that doesn't bother you. You go in to get yourself a pair of glasses and you got to get your temperature taken? Does that not bother you at all, quarantine Christian? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, we're just trying to, you know, save life. You're not saving anything. You're ushering in the beginnings of sorrows. Read the Bible. Mask wearing, hostility towards those that don't. That waking you up at all? Guess not. Governor's saying they won't reopen churches for a year? Any of you pastors out there that allow your church to be closed past now, they are public. I'm saying it. You're a coward. You're a coward. I don't like this guy. I know you can just turn me right off. You know it's true, though. You know it's true. You absolutely know it's true. Are you sure that this wasn't your fight? Are you sure this wasn't? I heard that from pastors and from other wisdom-minded Christians. This isn't our fight. Explain to me how it isn't. I'd love to hear your explanations. Are you sure you shouldn't have stood your ground? And what they'll say was, no, this was all about a virus. So you think that when they usher in the, the beast, the, anti, the Antichrist, you think that he's just going to go around saying, hey, you know what, I'm a representative of Satan and take your mark? No, there will always be a virus, a valid reason. And what you did this time is you cowered from it. You ran from it. You acquiesced to the lie. You submitted to the lie. Are you sure you're so spiritually strong? Do you really think you're spiritually strong? You're saying this wasn't your fight? They will always be presented to you under a format of this is not your fight. Always. The mark of the beast will be presented in that format. It's for the public health. It's just till we get things under control. Todd Starnes, 512. ABC's Jonathan Carl. Remember who that is? Shames, Fox, Fox News's John Roberts. Who's John Roberts? Remember, he was the reporter that was caught on the hot mic proclaiming the L.A. County USC study that found out that the coronavirus actually has a 0.1% post-infection death rate because it's actually infecting 6 to 13% of the population. When you divide number of deaths by 13% of the population, or even 6% of the population, it's 0.1% or less post-infection death rate. That's what he proclaimed. And now he's getting shamed by another reporter for not wearing a mask. You know why he doesn't wear a mask? Jonathan Carl is because he knows the truth. Here's a fun one now. Get ready. If, you're, if you aren't on yet, get on. Here you go. Washington State, of course, of course. Who else would it be? Who is this guy? I mean, who is Jay Inslee? Who is he? And this is from two days ago. 
to require restaurants with dine-in service to keep a log of customers. Restaurants in Washington State will be required to keep a log of diners that includes their name, telephone number, and other contact information. Governor Jay Inslee, a Democrat, what a shock, said any restaurant that wants to engage in dine-in service must comply. No, you don't. Constitution trumps all governors. Listen to this. Restaurants and taverns must ensure strict adherence to all measures established by the governor's guidance. The Department of Labor and Industries, coronavirus prevention, general requirements and prevention of I, prevention ideas for workplace, and the Washington State Department of Health, Workplace, and Employer Resources and Recommendations read an official government statement. Following are the list of guidelines. Hand sanitizer should be available at entry for all staff and patients. patrons. No bar seating is permitted during phase two. If an establishment has bar seating, it must be closed off to prohibit use. It is, if the establishment does not offer table service, they must have protocols in place to ensure adequate social distancing at food and drink pickup stations and seating within their dining area. All parties and tables must be five guests or less. Guest occupancy must be 50% of maximum. Outdoor seating is permitted, but must also be at 50%. Oh, they they allow you to have outdoor seating. Oh, thank you, Commissar. Thank you, comrade. Yavol, you commandant. This This should rivet your soul, quarantine Christian. This should rivet your soul, conservatives, that are still in love with Mike Pence and Donald Trump. It should rivet your soul this is going on. Yes, I'm voting for Trump because he's pro-life. I don't want the million messages I get about. He knows what's going on. He's playing four-dimensional chess. And listen, somebody playing four-dimensional chess is not shooting for 300 million vaccines by the start of the year with the army passing them out. Get over it. I hope he turns back to our side. I do. I hope. And I'm going to continue to proclaim until I'm locked down, locked up or dead. But the thing is, I'm telling you, You have got to start looking at the truth onward with the state of Washington and their restaurant laws. Tables must be placed far enough apart when measured from occupied chair to occupied chair to ensure dining guests seated at a table are a minimum of six feet away from guests at the adjacent table. Number seven, it is strongly suggested customers wear a cloth face covering anytime they are not seated at a table. While being seated or leaving or while going to the restroom. That ought to be fun. Buffets and salad bars are not permitted. Number nine, if the establishment offers table service, create create a daily log of all customers so Jay Inslee can trace you. And then if you violate what he says you have to do, once he's traced you back, tracked you back to your house and you violate it, he can keep you from buying anything. That's the truth. That's Listen, that's not conspiracy. That's on the mainstream news. Single-use menus are required for in-person dining. I mean, can this guy get his tentacles into every last thing? Is he, is he going to have specific recommendations for butt wiping coming up next? 
Well, you can only use four ply. And if you don't, if you don't, then, you know, if you use more than four plies at one time, the contact tracer will come in and demonstrate to you in person how to use four ply when wiping your rear end. Any condiments typically left on the table, and they even put down uh, examples, ketchup, soy sauce, etc., must be single use or sanitized after each use. Restaurants, number 12, must have implemented a plan to ensure proper physical distancing in lobby, waiting area, or payment, or payment counters. Last one, minima, number 13, minimize the number of staff serving any given table. It is strongly recommended that one staff member, uh, one staff person take a table's order, bring all their beverages, food, utensils, and take their payment, etc. The ability... I'm reading on with the article. The ability for Washington residents to engage in commerce unhindered is guaranteed under the 14th Amendment. You don't have to listen to one of those stupid laws. You don't. If Listen, if every restaurant opened and we filled them full of customers, what would they do? What would, what would, what would Jay Inslee do? With, he has uh, uh, 8 million people lives in his state if everyone just decided that they're going to open. What would he do? I'll answer the question for you. Nothing. Western Journal, four days ago. How long can a government suspend the right to freedom of worship because of the coronavirus? Under Illinois Democrat Governor J.B. Pritzker's reopening plan, a year or more. There you go again. A year or more. I will publicly say it again. Any pastor who does not open their church this Sunday is a coward. Washington Examiner, two days ago, Senator Rand Paul criticized Dr. Anthony Fauci and suggested that he or other leading U.S. health officials have incorrectly predicted how widespread the coronavirus pandemic would be in America. I think we ought to have a little bit of humility in our belief that we know what's best for the economy, Paul said Tuesday during his Senate coronavirus response oversight hearing. How many words can you possibly have for a hearing? Corona response oversight hearing. As much as I respect you, I can't believe he said that to Fauci, Dr. Fauci. I don't think you're the end all. I don't think you're the one person that gets to make that decision. LA Times, two days ago, Los Angeles County stay-at-home orders will, with all certainly, be extended for the next three months. Three months. All right, California, what do we got? They're going to extend their stay-at-home orders for the next three months. Why? Let's look. California has 40 million people that live there. They have had how many people die out of 40 million? 2,678 out of 40 million. So in the state of California, you have a 0.005% chance of dying of coronavirus. Five one thousandths of 1% chance of dying of coronavirus in the state of California. And the mayor of Los Angeles is extending his stay-at-home order. Why would he do that? Do you ever ask those questions? Could it be just simple tyranny and having an ulterior motive? You have a .09, less than the flu, post-infection death rate in the state of California. Last year, they had 6,917 people die of the flu. This year, they've had 2,600 die of corona. So why are they doing this? 
Just as a little sidebar here, I wrote this down in my notes. I just want everyone to know where Warren Buffett stands. Warren Buffett has spent $4 billion funding the abortion industry, enough to kill 8 million babies in abortions. Just letting you know, whenever you see that goofball, make his comments. From Breitbart, four days ago, about 16.4 million mail-in ballots went missing in 2016 and 2018. Remember those ulterior motives that I was talking about? You keep the economy shut down and you tell everybody you walk out of the house, you catch the bubonic plague. You tell people that you justify having everyone do mail-in ballots and there's so much corruption. 16.4 million of them went missing in the 2016 and 2018 election. 16 million. Ulterior motives, buying out their state's debt and mail-in ballots and getting an unseating a duly elected president. Most of us know this one. Tesla CEO Elon Musk threatened Saturday to pull his company's factory and headquarters out of California. He opened his factory, said, I'll be standing there on the line. And please, if you're going to arrest anybody, please arrest me. Explain to me how Tesla does this. How, uh, explain to me how Elon Musk does this, pastors, and you don't. Go ahead. I'll wait. Explain it to me, please. Explain it to me. Christians, explain it to me how Elon Musk has stood in the face of this coronavirus from day one refusing all sorts of government recommendations and now in in complete just obstruction of the governor's stay-at-home order, he's opening up his Tesla factory, has opened up his Tesla factory, and Stan said, I'll be standing there working on the cars. If you're going to arrest anybody, please arrest me. Christians, why didn't you do that? Explain that to me. Explain to me why Elon Musk, who's not saved, has to set the standard for the saved. Explain that to me, please. From Kentucky today. Oh, Andy. Andy, 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 Andy. On Saturday, Andy Bashar loosened some of the restrictions on congregational singing. I'll, I'll let that sit there for just a minute for everybody. He loosened his restrictions on congregational singing. You thought I was joking a minute ago when I was talking, when you said how many how far can these tentacles of these tyrannical tyrants go? Loosened his restrictions on congregational singing. What, how does anybody have time in life to think about somebody some church's congregational singing? When churches reopened and said the state was lifting its ban on in-person services following court rulings, it took a federal court to get that bozo the clown to open up church services. Pastors, you should have been open anyway. What's he going to do? Bashir's administration had said that churches may resume meeting. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Andy. Oh, thank you. We may resume meeting in person on May 20th until a federal judge told him to go pound sand. However, two federal court rulings say churches can open meeting in person as soon as Sunday. Church pastors in Kentucky, if you are not open on Sunday, you're a coward. You're a pansy coward. At his daily news briefing on Saturday, the governor urged congregations to take your time. Tell him to take his time and shove it up his caboose. Before reopening and to follow the requirements to avoid... What requirements? 
You can't require me nothing, Bashir. Nothing. Go amend the Constitution, and then you can tell me what your requirements are. Until then, my First Amendment and my Fourteenth Amendment rights trump any tyrannical governmental decree you put out. Any executive order. Be careful. Make sure that you do it right, he said. Don't come back just to come back. Do the opposite. Whatever Andy Bashir tells you to do, do the opposite when it comes to your rights. The restrictions on congregational singing also changed a little from what was listed in Friday's requirements. So he gets a court order and he's still putting out edicts on, con- uh, on congregational singing. Congregates can participate in singing provided they are wearing face masks. How can any of you stand this? Pastors, how can any of you stand this? How can any of you still have your door shut? How can this not rivet your very soul? I don't understand. I really don't. How can can a, a governor saying congregates can participate in singing providing they are wearing face masks and standing greater than six feet of social distance from each other if that doesn't rivet your soul your spirit has been suppressed if it doesn't rivet your spirit to hear a governor dictate to a church about their congregational singing and they have to wear a mask and be six feet apart. How would you have? How would you have a choir? If that doesn't, if that doesn't rivet your spirit, your spirit is suppressed by lies, by cowardice, by avoidance, and by galactic theological error. How can this be? How can be? How can we be where we are right now? The requirement says choirs should avoid singing and alternatives to congregational singing, including pre-recorded or live instrumental music during services are recommended. No, thank you, Andy. Right here, Inglewood, Florida, Foundation Church, 3385 South Access Road. We have never closed. We have never social distanced. I have never put out extra alcohol gel. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because it's right. That's what you do. That is how you handle things. From the Washington Examiner. Let us remember how small our... This is from President George W. Bush, a galactic clown. Let us remember how small our differences are in the face of this shared threat. Bush said... In the final analysis, we are not partisan combatants. We are human beings equally vulnerable and equally wonderful in the sight of God. Do you believe those last two things? Equally wonderful and equally vulnerable in the sight of God? If you do believe those things, you don't believe the Word of God. First, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a, a holy nation, his own special people. Listen, everybody's welcome to join into this, but until you do... You're not a child of God. So we're not in equal positions. George W. 2 Corinthians 6.17 says, Come out from among them and be separate. Not join in with everybody else that he, like he espouses. Romans 8.17 says that we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We're not the same. We're not equally as vulnerable. All, I know all the Christians aren't showing this. 
All you Christians, you, all the Christians that are quarantined yourself and prancing about with your goofy, stupid masks on, you're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. If you ask anything in His name, He will do it. John 14, 14. If you bind, it's bound. If you loose, it's loose. Matthew 16, 19. You're not equally vulnerable. Come out from among it and be separate. 1 John 3, 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. George W. Bush is wrong. We're not equally vulnerable. We're not all the same. Everybody's welcome to join the family of God if you come through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Which is to accept Him as Lord and Savior and to turn from your sin. New York State, this is from New York Post, faces a $6.1 trillion budget hole. Oh, he doesn't have any alternative, alter, ulterior motives in jacking up his false death count. Cuomo faces a growing budget mess as, uh, as officials projected. And by the way, this is from 2019. So where is it at now? It, project, it projected a shocking $6.1 billion hole in the state's finances. Battle lines, this is from Real Clear Politics 5-9. Battle lines are getting drawn up between the two parties on the next round of stimulus for the economy. Know the states with the largest unfunded liabilities. We also know the states with the largest unfunded liabilities in their public pension programs are California, Illinois, New Jersey, and so forth, these states handed out massive pension packages that in some cases pay $100,000 or more per year to former government workers, which generally ranges from 30 to 50%, and in some cases 100% more than the private sector's workers. The blue states want the most money from Washington already, from, from Washington already, the blue states that want the most money from Washington already spend and waste by far the most. And they are, for the most part, the richest states. Now they are asking to get subsidized by states such as Arizona and Utah, which spend the least. As one, one example, California spends roughly twice as much per mile on road construction than Tennessee. And see, they're all jacking up their coronavirus numbers. So that they can get federally bailed out. Don't, you don't think that that's Inslee's motive? That's Cuomo's motive? That's Gavin Newsom's motive? Tom Wolf has already declared that his state is in a depression. Not Tom Wolf. Uh, Phil Murphy from New, from New Jersey has already declared his state in an economic crisis. They don't care about you. This is a brief thing right out of 360 News Las Vegas. They just spent $14 million dollars. This was in the month of March during the, during the pandemic. $14 million to purchase two new jets for government officials to fly around on. It's just the latest in a bunch of hypocrisy. de Blasio divided, de, violated his own lockdown order. Chicago Mayor Lightfoot violated her lockdown order. Neil Ferguson, remember him, the one who gave us the blueprint for the 2.2 million deaths. For America, he whispered it in the ear of Fauci, whispered it in, in the ear of Burks, and they told Trump, Trump followed it. He just violated his own lockdown order and resigned. 
George Stephanopoulos violated the lockdown order. Chris Cuomo violated the lockdown order. But don't you worry, Christians. Always trust those in authority. They'll just go buy themselves some more jets to prance around the state of Nevada in. Here's a good one. Out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, two days ago, Pennsylvania's top prosecutor has opened criminal investigations into several nursing homes amid a coronavirus outbreak that has killed 2,600 residents of nursing homes and other facilities that care for other adults. More than two-thirds of the state's uh, death toll, more than two-thirds More than two-thirds of Pennsylvania death cases from coronavirus have come from care facilities. But get this. And this is a he, not a she. I refuse to call Pennsylvania Health Secretary Rachel Levine. She didn't know female. She's a male. First transgender uh, health secretary in in the United States, I guess. I don't care. He is a he. But look what he did. Pennsylvania Health Secretary Rachel Levine's mother was moved out of personal care of a personal care home after she ordered nursing homes to accept COVID-19 patients. So she ordered COVID-19 patients back into Pennsylvania nursing homes. But before they got there, she pulled her mom out. She's going to be under criminal investigation as she should be. All right, I'm finishing with this. I want to go on a 15-minute. I'm going to be done at 10. You know, I'm shooting for that. I'm not guaranteeing it. I'm not going to go for three hours. I want to finish on a Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci rampage. Are you ready? Stay with me for these 15 minutes. Bill Gates from a 4920. April 9th interview with the Financial Times. He said this, and when I watched this interview, I watched it. He actually had glee in his face. Bill, he, he said, global GDP will take its biggest hit ever from Corona. You don't have a choice. People don't feel like going to the stadium. I do. I'm telling you right now, if the Bucks were having a game tomorrow, I'm in. I'd go. I'd sit there with my arms around people. I'd let them beer belch right in my face. I'm not afraid of it. People are quoting from Bill from Billy Gates. Oh, Billy, 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 Billy. People are deeply affected by seeing these deaths. Well, exactly which ones? The one you're docu- the ones that are being documented before our faces every eyes that, every night that are exactly the same as the flu. Remember now, don't even say. Well, there are more deaths than normal. No, there's not. Exactly the same amount of deaths. For the first four months of 2020, as there was last year, and less than there was in 2017, no pandemic in the United States, period. You don't get to say, ignore what's going on. Oh, yes, I do. And by the way, I am ignoring what's going on, Billy. If things are done correct, rich countries could open up in the next few months. Oh, thank you, Billy. But normalcy only returns when we vaccinated the entire global population. Actually, he put the word practically in front of that, so I want to be completely honest. Until we vaccinated practically the entire global population. From Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Instagram, one day before this statement was made by Billy Gates. 
He said, promising to eradicate polio with $1.2 billion, Gates, Bill Gates took control of India's National Advisory Board, NAB, and mandated 50 polio vaccines up from five, 50 per child, 50 polio vaccines up from five to every child before age five. Indian doctors blame, and by the way, we have lots of Indian doctors here in the United States. They are top flight. Indian doctors blame the Gates campaign for a devastating vaccine strain polio epidemic that paralyzed. Get ready now. 496,000 children between 2000 and 2017. Nice job, Billy Gates. He sits at home. He sits in his bed every night spooning Melinda in blissful, stupid ignorance in complete peace with himself. In 2017, the Indian government dialed back Gates' vaccines regimen and evicted Gates and, remember this now, evicted Gates and his cronies from the NAB. Polio paralysis rates dropped precipitously. In 2017, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted the global polio explosion is predominantly predominantly vaccine-strained is is predominantly due to a vaccine strain, meaning it is coming from the Gates vaccine program. The the most frightening epidemics in Congo, the Philippines, and Afghanistan are all linked to Gates vaccines. By 2018, three-quarters of global polio cases were from the Gates vaccines. And this is the guy giving advice. Don't worry. It goes way deeper. If you don't think Bill Gates is directly involved with everything going on in coronatology, he is. Christians, you might want to stop being coronatologists now. Oh, Tom, this is just crazy stuff. We've heard this. Really, it's some Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I mean, I'm not big on his politics, but he certainly seems to be a reputable source. In 2014, the Gates Foundation funded tests of the experimental HPV vaccines, human papillomavirus, developed by GSK and Merck on 23,000 young girls in remote Indian villages. Seems like that's his little playground to decimate and kill people. Approximately 1,200 suffered severe side effects, including autoimmune and fertility disorders. Seven died. Indian government investigations charged that Gates-funded researchers committed pervasive ethical violations, pressuring vulnerable village girls into trial, bullying parents, forgoing consent forms, and refusing medical care to injured girls. This case is now in the country's Supreme Court. In 2010, the Gates Foundation funded a trial of GSK's, GSK's experimental malaria vaccine, killing 151 African infants and causing serious adverse effects, including paralysis, seizure, verbal convulsions to 1,048 of 5,000 children. And Billy and Melindy lay at home every night spooning each other in blissful peace because they don't give a crap about anybody. A.G. Barr has already come out, opposes the proposal 
for COVID for COVID vaccination certificates. Thank goodness that's from the Epoch Times. Just a sidebar there to let you know so far where the government's at. Gates back to Billy Gates. Gates has given. to the World Health Organization. 100 million so far. That was a while ago to the COVID-19 response. Gates has given 279 million to the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluations, which which created the incorrect coronavirus models that projected 2.2 million American deaths. He gave $279 million to those bozo the clowns. Gates has given $13.5 million to the CDC. Gates pressured the WHO to call, call COVID-19 a pandemic. The WHO refused, but then he gave them $50 million, and they changed their mind the next day. Gates owns the European patent EP3172319B1. Please, please, please check my facts. Challenge me. Go right ahead. Gates owns the European patent EP3172319B1 for a coronavirus vaccine. He applied for it in 2014 under the Pure Bright Foundation, which is Billy and Melinda Gates' foundation. It's called the Pure Bright Institute. It's all along. If you go to the European a patent website you'll see coronavirus pure bright institute coronavirus pure bright i mean there's a lot of them and they own a patent for the coronavirus for a coronavirus vaccine it was a, it was put in for in 2014 lo and behold approved november 2019 don't let the facts Get in the way, Christian, of your ridiculous mask wearing and quarantining of yourself. You're going to let your kids be vaccinated by Billy Gates? You finally going to draw a line somewhere? This is a little bit long. Five minutes to go. In 2016, a powerful confab of globalists. This is written by Scott Kiesler, April 20th, 2020. It's entitled, Bill Gates is setting the stage for the mark of the beast. Whether he knows it or not, he is. And so's Tony Fauci. And so's Robert Redfield from the CDC. And by the way, Trump ain't helping. 300, 300 million vaccinations ready to go and be dispensed by the army. That's Donald Trump. It's all Jared Kushner's idea. In 2016, a powerful confibe of globalists converged on the UN headquarters in New York. What a shock! To launch a global initiative called ID 2020. The vision of ID 2020 is to us ostensibly to advocate for ethical privacy protecting approaches to digital ID. Oh yeah. And provide IDs for over 1 billion people worldwide who do not have access to any form of identification. The Rockefeller Foundation provided the seed money for the ambitious ID project and continues to be an ongoing supporter of ID 2020's work. The project's other founding members include Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, which is funded by $750 million from... 
Billy Gates, Microsoft, which is Billy Gates, Accenture and IDO.org, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So we got four of them there. And three out of the four are funded by Billy Gates. The funding from the, for the ID2020 was funded by four different organizations. Three of the four are Bill Gates. To set up the aforementioned Gavi in 1999, the Gates Foundation is a key Gavi partner in vaccine market shaping. Thus, between Microsoft and the Gates Foundation, ID2020 has been operating under the guiding hand of Bill Gates from the onset. ID2020 seeks to leverage immunization as an opportunity to establish digital identity and to provide a unique digital identity to everyone on the planet of course all this will be done we are told with the uttermost respect for personal privacy and security after all participation participation in the modern economy the ability to buy sell and trade attain employment health care social services and more are virtually impossible without a digital identity so basically bill gates has adopted as his personal mission the task of enrolling every single person on the planet in a global id database and vaccines are the vehicle through which this will be accomplished oh it wasn't our fight right christians ah oh, this wasn't our fight we, the government said close your churches, so we closed them because we're community partners. You sure it wasn't your fight? Pastor compliant, pastor community partner, pastor ankle grabber, you sure it wasn't your fight? Last week, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. penned a scathing article exposing Bill Gates for what he really is. Vaccines for Bill Gates are a strategic philanthropy that feed this, his many vaccine-related businesses, including Microsoft's ambition to control a global vaccination ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control of global health policy. Kennedy continues in 2010 when Gates committed $10 billion to the World Health Organization. He said, we must make this the decade of vaccines. Don't you worry, quarantine, Christian. The book of Revelation's unfolding before your very eyes, but you just put in another break-off batch of chocolate chip cookies tonight. Snap some pictures of it and send out another meme about your false love narrative and tolerance. Go ahead. In addition to using his philanthropy, Philanthropy to control the Wu, UNICEF, Gavi, and Path Gates funds a private pharmaceutical company that manufactures vaccines and is donating 50 million to 12 pharmaceutical companies to speed up development of a coronavirus vaccine. If you aren't familiar with the, with the atrocities that have been committed around the globe by Bill Gates in the name of vaccination and population control, Kennedy gives a concise overview that's the ones i read to you already some readers may not know that bill gates father was on the board of planned parenthood the abortion provider that was founded on racist principles and eugenics for the gates is culling the earth of useless eaters in a generational enterprise bill gates is all about decreasing 
uh, using Charles Dickens, decreasing the surplus population. But of course, him and, him and Melindy will, of course, always be spared until they stand before God in judgment for maiming and killing thousands of people already. Those are facts, by the way. Please challenge them. Please do. On March 19, 2020, Bill Gates took to Reddit to, to propose a digital certificate to identify those who have received the, COVID received the COVID-19 vaccination. Vaccination recipients, according to Gates, can be given a quantum dot tattoo. Please look it up. Go ahead, challenge me. Please challenge me. Look it up. Billy will tell you he did it. Oh, Billy. Quantum dot tattoo, which is a bit of dye that is invisible to the naked eye, but that can be seen with infrared light. The tattoo would store a digital file that could be read with a scanner or a smartphone. Oh, there we go. How about some more contact tracing for you? You're not going to be allowed in Target until you scan your digital tattoo and make sure that you've received the proper immunizations according to Anthony Fauci, Donald Trump, and Billy Gates. You're like, man, you're being hard on Trump. I'll tell you what, until he turns from his 300 million vaccinations dispensed by the military, I'm going to bash the guy hard. It doesn't take too much imagination to see the convergence of a mandatory vaccination and a mandatory global ID here. A present from the globalists that would eventually be required to buy and sell in the brave new post-COVID-19 world. On March 26, 2020, Microsoft filed patent. Ready? Look, write them down so you can challenge me. WO-2020-060606. They're so stupid, they don't even recognize 666. And I'm sad to say, I don't know how many Christians do either. When I go on social media and see a church go phase one return, phase two transition, phase three, the new normal. And a lot of you at home you're watching because I enrage you and you think that I'm wrong. You are supporting this. You have chosen to be willfully ignorant. A house bill titled 6666 Billy Gates' coronavirus vaccine has the patent number of 060606 and you're still a community partner. We still, we trust those in leadership. Government, how high would you like us to jump? Do you want me to grab past my ankles for you? Oh, I'll stand my ground when it's time. Now's your time. Now's your time. Where have you been? When the military comes to your house sometime this year, you're taking the vaccine. Look at me. I'm not. 
Tom, you won't live it out. Listen, I lived it out here. I would never. I never closed my church. I had people get threatening me. I had camp. I had the TV network here videoing our people coming in on Easter Sunday. We had death threats. I never stood. I never stood down. Not one bit. I never put out one extra alcohol dispenser. Nothing. And I've hugged everybody walking out the door that lets me hug them. Where have you been? Well, we don't think that's wise. What, what, your wisdom trumps the word of God? Your, your wisdom trumps courage? Bunch of, oh, bunch of pansies. And now look at this. This, is not, this isn't from 10 years ago. This is from one month ago. And on March, 20, March 26, 2020, Microsoft filed patent WO 2020-06-06-06 which uses body activity to authorize and verify cryptocurrency transactions. Examples of body activity include brainwave, pulse rate, and body heat radiation. Cryptocurrency is blockchain-oriented and could very well serve as the currency in in the coming global cashless society. It's interesting that they named the initiative in view is ID2020. Not ID 2019 or 2021 or 2025. It's ID 2020. Here's where I'll finish. Dr. Anthony Fauci of the White House Corona, the same article, White House Coronavirus Task Force, said in 2017, Almost prophetically, there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the area of infectious diseases. It's almost as if this was all planned some time ago. That's the article said, not Fauci. Fauci serves as a member of the Leadership Council for the Global Vaccine Action Plan developed by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, UNICEF, which is founded by Bill and Melinda Gates, and Fauci's own NIAID. The plan that calls for a, glo- for a decade of vaccines to spread far and wide all around the globe. Bill Gates, has, Bill Gates has a multi-million dollar relationship with Dr. Fauci. Suffice it to say, their connection, the connections between Gates and Fauci are extensive. Finishing with this right here, these last four sentences. In 2019, Netflix documentary Gates predicted a killer virus that would originate in China's wet markets. Left-wing billionaire Bill Gates has warned that certain social gatherings may not come back at all until the public are widely vaccinated. What does opening up look like? Gates posited which activities like schools can be done in a way that the risk of transmission is very low and which activities like mass gatherings may be in certain sense more optional until you're widely vaccinated. Those may not come back at all. You're going to face the truth, quarantine Christian, quarantine conservative, or are you going to duck your head further in the sand? Or are you going to come out and fight? This is backed by another by other research, including an empirical college paper published in March warning that transmission will quickly rebound if stringent social distancing measures are relaxed before a vaccine is produced. What's that? Where'd that come from? Neil Ferguson agreeing with Billy Gates. Last one. 
Bill Gates from the Telegraph. Bill Gates backs $1 billion plan to cover the earth in video surveillance satellites. A satellite company planning to launch a $1 billion network of satellites to provide live and unfiltered coverage of the earth has been backed by former Microsoft chief executive Bill Gates and Japanese tech giant SoftBank. The tech leaders are backing Earth Now, which plans to launch 500 satellites to cover Earth's atmosphere in video surveillance and provide live video footage Feedback with only one second of delay. The Washington-based satellite company has a backing of Eurospace giant Airbus as well as billionaire Gates and SoftBank, the Japanese conglomerate that has invested billions in tech companies from Uber to Chipmaker. Chipmaker arm earth now founder Russell Hannigan said our objective is simple. We want to connect you visually with earth in real time. More on Saturday. Join with me, 8 or 8.30. I'll put out the time for Saturday. You've got to join with me. you got to join with me. Unless I want to say thank you for everybody watching. We're going to pray. Let's pray together. You may not think that that's my forte. It is. My forte is the Word of God. I stand vehemently in the Word of God. I stand vehemently in the Constitution. I believe the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing Hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. Our faith is the word of God. Our faith is Jesus and Jesus is the word of God. John chapter one, one, John chapter one, verse 14. First John chapter five, verse seven. Jesus is the word of God. Pray with me. Guys, get ready to shut me off when I'm done praying. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that no matter what, you are God. Jesus, you are God. Yahweh, you are God. Holy Spirit, you are God. We worship you tonight, and we worship you on your throne. Holy Spirit, you are in the room. We worship you right here. But Lord, we come to you. We first pray over our Christian brothers and sisters. I ask you, Lord, to open the eyes of revelation to them. Open the eyes of of what they need to see. Open their eyes to what they need to see. Open their eyes first and foremost to the Word of God. Open their eyes to the truths all around them. Open their eyes to the book of Revelation unfolding before their very eyes. Open their eyes to this. And Lord, for all of us in the body of Christ, strengthen us, Lord, to stand in the midst of tyranny and stand in the Word of God. Lord, I pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Listen, I love each and every one of you. Join with me. Join with me. Saturday night, 8 or 8.30. God bless you all. Have a great weekend.